This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Badasses, welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. My name is Jessica. I'm here with my bestie, Laurie. Hey, badasses. And we are going to talk about vibration and frequency today. But before we do any of that, we need to talk about a couple things. First of all, please continue to rate, review, share, like, all the things. Um, on Apple Podcasts, there's a place where you can give us stars, you can review us, that helps us climb the charts, but also on social media, please share our episodes on Instagram, on Facebook, we have pages for that, they're always in the episode notes, so please check that out and follow us. Um, we're going to talk about today's Badass of the Week, this week's Badass of the Week, I guess I should say. Um Laurie, here we go. So this lady, uh, Jen Sincero, has been living this badass lifestyle longer than uh, we've been aware of it, I guess. Jen Sincero is the author of You Are a Badass, um, which is her original badass book in a series of lots of badass books. She also wrote You Are a Badass at Making Money. Her latest book is Badass Habits. Um, there's so much content to what Jen puts out, but basically her books are speak to self-help or self-improvement or personal growth in a really direct and relatable way. Um, Jen speaks a lot in her books about how like she used to think that self-help and personal growth and development was kind of a crock of shit, you know, like that mm -hmm. she just did not buy into it um, because it always came at her in a way that just did not resonate with her until she started to, um, to try and to use some of these concepts and to embrace some of the things that she was learning um, and found that all of that garbage really does work um, and then created it into You Are a Badass, which is so relatable and funny and just spoke to me on so many levels um, that You Are a Badass as a book, as an audiobook that I still constantly listen to when I need an attitude adjustment or I'm having a bad day. Like Jen's stuff saves me and is definitely so much much of the foundation of where the Badass Ladies Club like sprouted from. I was about to say, I think that Jen is probably like the guardian angel of yes. Badass Ladies Club yes. because you are a badass spoke to us so much Huge. and changed our way of thinking. And I think that you are a badass is really what got our wheels turning all those years ago. That was God before I had Adelaide, it had to have been like 2014, 2015, yeah. maybe. But I read You Are a Badass at least once a year. At least. I need the, rem the reminder every year. Well, and like I said, I'll go through who like. Who the fuck I am? Struggling and like scroll through the chapters on my audiobook and be like, that one. That I need to one. listen to that one on repeat <laughs> over and over again all week long. Like it is um, yeah. just one of those books that never doesn't connect uh, with me. So if you're not familiar with Jen Sincero, uh, get 
you are a badass. Um, it will change your outlook on self-help and personal growth and development for sure. And it's funny. It's so funny and it's real. And she talks about like, I guess the other thing that's awesome to hear about Jen, which is not just Jen, it's lots of people who have this story is that she bumped up against like traditional failure and lived in a garage and, you know, like had a lot of life experiences, you know, in her thirties, it wasn't until her forties that she really like kicked into gear and started to create something that turned into wealth and traditional success as it were. Um, but it was all about her getting out of her own way, you know, and being ready to like step into that greatness. And it's just so reassuring to meet somebody that will tell you, yeah, it's not all pretty. And it didn't just happen overnight, you know? Um, so Jen Sincero, you are a we badass. We love you. <laughs> We love you and we want you to get connected to the Badass Ladies Club because, yeah, you helped birth this idea, lady. Please. Let's do it. Um, we have some really amazing quotes from her, actually. Um, that support what today's topic is about, which yes. I don't even think we've brought up yet. Um, vibration and frequency. Vibration and frequency. That is today's subject. So Jen has all these really great things to say about vibration and frequency. Um in order to truly raise your vibration, you've got to believe that everything you want is available to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've also got, if you want to help the world and yourself, keep your frequency high and do your work from a place of power and joy. Love it. And the last one is the universe will match whatever vibration you put out. All right. I love that because people think like, when they're frustrated with a project or they're not really enjoying a project and they're like, God, why isn't this working? And I'm like, well, cause you're kind of like low vibing, low vibing all over yeah. it. Like, so let's talk a little bit about vibration and frequency as it applies to like all things in the universe mm -hmm. are energy. Yes. Vibrating at some frequency. So whether you're talking about things that you can see and feel and touch or just things that you are imagining that you want to have one day, um, it's all just energy. And the frequency that we vibrate at as sentient beings determines like what kind of other frequencies are going to come back to us. Mm -hmm. It's weird to talk about. It's really hard to put into words, <laughs> it, you know, it like it's weird to talk about like the way that I visualize it and imagine it is like, you know, when you were in school and you learned about sound waves yeah. and frequency and how those like lines move and, um, you know, some lines, I, I don't know if you're just listening, this isn't a good, um, <laughs> Well, hell, even if you're watching, I'm not doing a great job, but you know, some lines are very like, uh, slow moving and almost like waves like round and yes, rolling yeah. round. Yeah. And then some are like peaks and valleys yeah, and like sharp up and, and down yeah, and, fast. you know, um, that that's kind of how I visualize frequency like as it, it relates to, putting out a vibration. So I think uh, things that really help me with vibration and frequency is like how certain things feel when I say them or do them. So like when I'm really excited about something and I'm talking about it, that feels different in my body 
than when I'm really frustrated with something and I'm talking about it. Like that feels different in my Mm -hmm. body. Um, And that when I'm vibing really high, that's what gives you the rush, you know? But then when I'm angry or upset or have that frustration, like that's a low vibration feeling. And so to be able to define things like visualizations, feelings, emotion, then you can get really literal. Like when I have no money in my bank account, that is a low vibe feeling around money. I know that vibe. I I know that vibe as well. Um, When I come across thousands of dollars that I didn't intend on getting and it just happens without me having to do anything for it, that's a high vibration feeling that I have around money. It's the best, you know, like, (laughs) and that you can make things like money, opportunities, success, failure, Mm -hmm. your dream, you know, like all of those things have an energetic vibration. Mm -hmm. If you can vibrate at the same level as them, they have no choice but to come to you. Yeah. Like, do you think that all those millions of dollars that like is totally attainable to you is like a straight line? Mm. No, No. I, I think that it's like that peak and valley, you know, that we were talking about that sharp, like just excitement around it, you know? Yes. Well, in that it's not that you vibrate and the money drops into your account. No, I wish. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> um, it's that you vibrate and the opportunity gets put in front of you by the person who was attracted to you, by the circumstances that you needed in order to make the money. You know, like that the universe has this way of connecting like energies. Mm-hmm. So, and this is one of my favorite things about vibration that I ever learned was that like, if there are people in your life that don't vibrate at the same frequency as you, that they just, it's not that they go away and you never see them again. They're not in your path. So if I'm having a really great day for some reason, and my husband is not having a really great day, it's interesting because we will end up being in different places and doing different things. Yeah. He's still my husband. I still love him. He's just having a shit day. And I might be vibing all the way up here and don't have room or space for that right now, you know, and that it is interesting how we can all be where we need to be and then vice versa. There may be a day that he's really having a good day and I'm having a moment, you know, and so it might mean that when I'm having that moment, you and I decide to go out for drinks after work that night and I can spend it with somebody who's good at handling me when I'm having a moment and that he, me, you, (laughs) right. Um, And that he goes out and rides his bike after work and we were in different places and it's okay because we weren't vibrating on that same frequency. I mean, (laughs) There's too much to say about it. (laughs) So what else operates on frequency? Well, law of attraction is something that you can't like it's been so so, much in the. Yeah. Right. So if anyone is like, I don't know if vibration and frequency is like too much of a crunchy granola term Mm. for you, it's just the law of attraction, which we heard today. I like a lot better is the law of receiving, which is so interesting because we had just talked about masculine and feminine energy. And that was, you know, our episode two weeks ago at this point, I think. And, um, and we were trying to get into that feminine receiving right. energy, you know, cause we were talking about like how we're doers and mm-hmm. we force things to happen and how many years have we been forcing and forcing and forcing and not to say we haven't gotten anywhere. We're both successful absolutely. and we've gotten places for sure. Um, there's a reason why people do it like that. Absolutely. It works because it does work. Yeah. Has it worked to the extent that I want it to? 
Well, and it's no. also a I'm just um, putting that out there. <laughs> balancing act, though. Okay, <laughs> like it works. But not when that's all you're doing. Right. So I love this idea of the law of attraction and the law of receiving. Because sitting and back. stepping into that feminine and yeah. saying, the universe has me. The universe has me. God has me. Source has me. The knowing has me. Whatever label you want to put yeah. on it, if you're into that kind of thing, it's got me. And the balance piece comes from... It doesn't work to just sit back and allow things to happen without doing anything either, you know, like right. that. Um, and the law of attraction is a lot like that, where, like I said, you'll things will kind of click into place and opportunities will show up and, you know, things will be put in your path. And then you have to decide, do I resonate with this idea? Am I vibrating in a space where this feels good? It does. OK, now I'm going to take action. So the feminine side of you is like, yeah, bring me all of the opportunities, the abundance, the things that are good in my world, what I'm asking and manifesting. And, and then now that that's, now that that's there, I can move into my masculine side and be like, okay, so now I'm going to take action on this, you right. know? And it's like that dance between those two things that makes the law of attraction move forward. Um, but I always loved the idea that the, in order to create the law of attraction, you have to put out what you want to get. Mm -hmm. You can't be putting out low vibes, stinking thinking, you know, like bad attitude and expect to get grace and abundance from the universe. That's not the way it works. You know, like you have to put out the high vibration, abundant, grateful, give, I want more of that, you know, in mm -hmm. order to get those things to come back to you. Yeah. And you know, what else I think falls under the law of attraction is the people you surround yourself with. And I, I love the whole idea of if you have nine broke friends, you'll be the 10th truth um, that you can't be hanging around a bunch of, sorry to say it, losers and expect to be super amazing and successful. It doesn't work that way that I found myself, um, hanging out with people who, you know, make way more money than me, who, um, are building businesses that I like, or that I appreciate, or that I admire, um, that who have, relationships, whether that be romantic or not of, you know, relationships that I am like, yes, that's the kind of friendship, whatever that I want to have. Um, and not to sit down and benefit from those things, but to learn and be like, how can I also live that life? Well, and I think so much of that is because until you surround yourself with, you know, in, in this case, people who are living lifestyles or having relationships or, you know, enjoying the kind of success that we're looking for, we start to see what's possible. Yes. It gives you this glimpse that like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it too. Right. And, and then you, the more that you like hang out with these people and you talk to them and learn from them and you absorb, you know, their stories, you realize that the way they got there is the exact same way you're getting there one step at a time, you know, like one decision at a time, mm -hmm. one, okay, I can choose to vibrate this way or vibrate this way, which way is going to work for what my end goal is, you know, and that 
that knowing what's possible all of a sudden draws it to you. You know, like as soon as you make up your mind that, oh, I can have that and I'm going to have that and I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other until I do have it. The universe hears that and it's like, oh, good. Now here's this. Right. What are you going to do with it? You know, like. And what else I love about law of attraction is like, um, and I consider myself a realist for sure. Um, I usually am not one to have like my head in the clouds Mm -hmm. and, you know. But if we're talking about goals or things that you want, like vibrate at a frequency that goes above and beyond what you realistically think can happen. Um, Because if you have a goal and you're like, well, I'm going to say this is my goal. This is my dream because this is what's realistic you're probably not going to achieve anything above that because your vibration around it is like, but I'm not going to do better than that. Well, and it's so funny that you bring this up because I feel like a lot of times when I'm like goal, my goals are way unrealistic. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like that I go, I shoot way past the idea of what is capable, um, in an effort to not limit myself. But when I get into the actual doing of it, I get way too literal about, well, that's not reasonable, you know, and almost those two things like work against one another. Um, and you know, I think about this a lot when we talk about like money manifesting, because I know that, you know, I've always known that when I wanted to raise my lifestyle, so early on, if we're talking about in my twenties, I remember when I decided I will never live in another apartment again. Mm-hmm. From now on, it is houses or nothing, you know, like mainly because I had a dog. I wasn't going to walk the dog up and down the stairs to go out and potty three times. A day. Like it was not happening. I needed a house. I needed a yard. I was going to do whatever I had to do and make however much money I had to make to make sure I could always afford that. That as soon as I could afford a house and I started to do that, that that wasn't a goal anymore, you know, and then the goal became I always wanted to have my own bathroom. You know, like that there's always like that next step up or that next Mm -hmm. level up where you want it. Or I didn't want roommates anymore. You know, like no more roommates from now on. It's my house or no house. Like it's got to be that way. And that you stair step your way up lifestyle wise. And that that at a certain point goes from I'm never going to live in an apartment to again to, okay, now I want the four million dollar house on the corner. Yeah. You know, like in or, you know, we've talked a lot about um my backpack that I carry around everywhere. And I'm like, maybe it's time for me to stop carrying a backpack. Like what kind of designer handbag do I want? You know, exactly. Like, and I don't know. Cause I've never allowed myself the idea to be like, okay, I'm going to spend thousands of dollars on a bag. Laurie carries around this like beat, beat up <laughs> old, like it looks like a hiking backpack that you probably have taken on many bicycle rides with your husband. Yes, Am I right? I've never even asked you about that stupid backpack. No, it's an old backpack okay. that Aubrey like doesn't use anymore. Totally. Yeah. And yeah, it has Laurie, a laptop sleeve in it. Like. I know. She's like, well, for my laptop, I'm like, <laughs> lady, get you. So I'm looking designer. at a vintage coach, yes. uh, laptop bag now. Like, but I guess my point is like, it wasn't until I wrapped my brain around the idea that (laughs) I could have a bag that was beautiful and functional and for your laptop, right? It's a lifestyle change, you know, like, and so as soon as I knew, and so now that I've been looking, 
I know what's possible. I know I can spend $8,000 on one or I can spend $300 on one, you know, like, and so the realm of all of those possibilities raises my vibration around what kind of bag I'm carrying, you know, and that that is a tangible thing that I can feel that you would have gone back five years ago. And I've been like, I will never spend that kind of money on a bag. You have lost your mind, you know, but that's low vibe thinking. Mm -hmm. People who are making millions of dollars don't think twice about spending $3,000 on a bag, you know, like it's part of that lifestyle up level and it's part of the law of attraction and how those things come to you. You got your LV bag in a very similar means. I did. I, so guys, if you didn't see the story that I put out, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a series of stories on our Instagram, um, I just always felt like a badass lady carries a Louis Vuitton. And honestly, it could have been anything. Like, it didn't have to be a Louis Vuitton. But for me, it had to be a Louis Vuitton. Right. At least that's what I'm starting with. I may go into other things later. You're going to have a whole collection. Okay. <laughs> um, but I couldn't afford a brand new one. Well, then one of my clients, who's an angel, <laughs> told me, you know, you should look on these, like, resale groups on Facebook. And I was like, well, how do you know they're authentic? She was like, oh, they have ways. They, like, go through this whole process, and um, you should check it out. So I did. And I kid you not, um, I, it was at the very beginning of this year, 2021, and I wrote down in our passion planner, hashtag PassionFam, passion mm-hmm. planner, if you're mm-hmm. listening, we love you. Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> I wrote down in my passion planner, I think, like for my three month goal was to save enough money to buy a Louis Vuitton. And I didn't know like what that meant, whether it would be cheap and used or new and expensive. I had no idea. I was scrolling through my Facebook later that night. And sure enough, the style, (laughs) the style, I know Facebook's (laughs) like, I got you. Uh, Thanks big brother. Um, The style Louis that I like um, popped up in beautiful condition. It's a vintage 1995, um, from a seller in Canada. And I messaged her and I was like, Oh my God, like I've never done this before. This is still a lot of money. I mean, I'm not buying even a vintage Louis isn't like a hundred bucks, more money than you'd ever spent on a bag. Yeah. More money than I had ever spent on a bag, but significantly less than it would have been brand new. Um, and she was kind enough to walk me through the whole thing. And, you know, I kind of told her like, I'm kind of doing this as a birthday present to myself and all this stuff. And so I got my Louie, not in the way that I thought I never three months. I, right. I got it that day. Yeah. Well, I mean, it came from Canada. So from it came the day like three that you wrote later. it down till the day you got it, like from the day you wrote it in the journal to yeah. the day it showed up on your porch. How long was that? It was just a couple of weeks. But I never thought that I would get a Louis from a random lady in Canada. I mean, the universe said, oh, that's what you want here. Yes. Let's click everything into place. <laughs> and you don't have to wait three months. You can have it in two weeks. Yes. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> like it is. And it seems so dumb and easy when you step I back know. and look at it like that. But it's. It's also because you dropped into how you were going to feel when you had that bag and carried it every day. Mm-hmm. You could already feel it on your arm, you know, like you it wasn't just that you decided you wanted it. 
everything in your energy and your vibration brought that bag to you. It couldn't help but be yours, you know, like it was nobody else's. And that is what is so awesome about vibration and frequency <laughs> when you drop into it is that things that seemed so far away all of a sudden are in your hands. Right. And guys, like Laurie was saying, I really want to put the emphasis on it's not about the bag. No, it's not about the money. It's about every time I touch that bag, carry it, put it in the passenger seat of my car. Every time I look at it, it elevates me. Yeah. And I'm reminded of how much that bag really does cost, even though I got it for way, way less. And that only badass bitches who get shit done, spend that kind of money on those kinds of bags. And <laughs> we're we about cheers to, to cheers this right here? now because I'm just never saying, has a tour statement been made. I'm just um, saying people who sit around, I mean, I don't know, I guess sometimes a Louie can be gifted to you and you don't have to work for it, but People who invest that kind of money in a bag aren't people who are just going to sit around. Yeah. They're hard workers. They get shit done. And I was like, yeah, it's me. That's me. My I'm going to do that. And it elevates because this is the other part about if I talk about like understanding vibration and frequency in the last six months, mm -hmm. it became a lot less about what I was doing and a lot more about who I was being. Mm. Like, who are you being? Because to your point, bitches that carry LV bags are being someone different. You know, like your idea of that level up of Jessica is somebody different, you know? Right. And I also have to specify, there are tons of women who I stopped who had LV bags. And I was like, where did you get your bag? You know, was it from North Park? Right. Did you go, you know, like... I don't know. I mean, anyway, and some of them were like, oh, this is a fake. I got it from <laughs> they were real. Chinatown, you yeah. know, um, up in New York or, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, and there's nothing wrong with that. I've had many. <laughs> you have, haven't have, you? You yes. have had and Fashion Week, when I went to New York several times, we went to Chinatown just to buy bags. I still want to go to Chinatown. It's I beautiful. definitely do. There's amazing oh, man. things Like, there. oh, once I'm vaccinated, I can't wait to travel. Okay. So, but a fake was not an option for me because I would know it and it would lower my frequency. Wrong, va wrong vibration. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. totally. <laughs> Um, which I know, please don't judge me, whatever. Judge me if you want. All I'm saying is that that's what worked for me. It doesn't have to be an LV bag for no. you. It could be anything. Well, and this speaks to scarcity and abundance. Okay. Like that not everybody wants the same thing. Right. Okay. So what's your LV bag at one time was just me moving into a house instead of an apartment, you yeah. know, like that at different places in your life for different reasons. There are people that spend money on lots of things that I don't care about. You know, but it's important to them, just like there's lots of people that will never invest that much money in a bag because it's not that important to them, you right. know, or cars or car. Yes, totally. Cars are a very good example. There like, are people who are like, whatever, I just need something to get me from point yep. A to point B. I'd rather spend my money on vacations right. than a $90,000 car. Yes. And then there are people who are like, no, I want the $90,000 car. Give me the Mercedes. Like, because... Yeah. 
badasses drive $90,000 cars. Clearly. You know, um, but also badasses go on vacations too. So I'm just saying. Badasses do it all, okay? Like we're doing it all anyway. We can have it all, Laurie. Already got it. Because guess what? I'm going to be that bitch in my Tesla with my LV bag going on vacation. Well, and while we're talking about vacations, can we just bring up the fact like, so for all the years you've known me, Yes. How long have I told you that I want to spend six to eight weeks a year in Costa Rica? Um, like literally since the day I met you. Since the day you met me. But what do you know in 2022? Guess what's going to happen? Looks like I'm spending eight weeks in Costa Rica, like because of badass retreats, which is really amazing the way that that kind of fell into place because it was a total law of attraction kind of situation. I know. And the way I thought... I would get to that goal is not the way that I got to that goal at all. It actually was a lot easier. No kidding. That kind of talk about vibing and like shit falling out of the sky and being an opportunity presented to you, which it really wasn't even presented to us. We just made just it happen. The idea just landed and we took action and yeah. done. Um, so yeah, guys, 2022, Laurie will be spending lots of time in Costa Rica. I too will be spending for me, lots of time in Costa Rica, um, but I also have a kid and I can't be gone for as long as well, to be clear, <laughs> we're hosting um, a handful of retreats in Costa Rica in 2022 at different times, different times throughout the re- the year. In total, right now, we've got about three retreats on the schedule. Yeah, I'm obviously going to go for a lot longer because of the goal of wanting to spend so much time right. there, you know, um, and I'm going to be there. um because I want to be, but also, um, mostly just for the work aspect, whereas Laurie's going to take extra time and she's going to chill and live her dream of being in Costa Rica for that long. Well, and that the fact that we are working there some of the time enables me to spend more time there. I think the most that we've ever spent there was like 26 days Mm -hmm. in a row. Um, which is still a lot, you know, like compared to me being like, I'm taking a seven day vacation, you know, like I gradually got it up to almost a month worth of vacation. Um, but to be able to do work and play in Costa Rica for multiple months out of the year, like I always thought I wanted to do always revolved around this idea of like having a beach house or having a place where I could do things in Costa Rica and have a home there. Um, I still don't have a home there, but I have now an oceanfront resort that we're using for badass retreats. That's going to be my home away from home for that time. And so it's like a better idea than I could have coughed up myself. You know, like the universe just said, Hey, why don't you do it like this? And I said, okay, Jessica, like, Maybe we should do it like this. And, and I was like, yeah. And we did it like that. And so now <laughs> totally that's should. happening. And I don't want to say like it's easy. We definitely had to take a lot of action. And I'm sure there's a variable amount of risk and, you know, like all of yeah. these things that we're getting into. But the beauty part of it is that it's providing both of us opportunities to, you know, like you said, you're not going to be there for eight weeks like I am because you have a family and a child and stuff. But you definitely want to travel more yep. and going to Costa Rica last time, you know, like this is even the kind of thing where like Adelaide can come to Costa Rica with you totally. and you guys can have that experience together. Like 
it's filling gaps and creating um, lifestyle up levels in ways that this time last year didn't seem realistic. When we get back yes. to our realistic conversation, yes. like this was not realistic last. Oh my God. Spring. If you would have asked us. Yeah. No. To stop eating on my couch and watching reality TV last year long enough to try and figure this <laughs> out. Like I wouldn't have been able to do it, but no. sometimes when you check your vibration, you vibe high, you keep it consistent, things change. Also, if this is speaking to anybody and you're interested, we still have room on our second retreat in March of 2022. March. You just reach out to yeah. us. 9th through the 14th, blcbadassretreats.com will tell you yes. everything you want to know or DM us. But this is not a sales pitch. We're just no. saying it's possible. And we did it with a lot of traction. And we did it. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so let's talk about raising your vibration because we're talking a lot about like we had a high vibration or we've had a low vibration. What are things that we do that will bring our vibration higher? Because let's be real, like it's not like we just walk around in high vibration space all day, every day because life happens, you know, like things get in the way of your high vibration sometimes um, that pull you down, you know, and um, are hard. So what do we do to vibrate higher? For me personally, um, I am a big fan of dance parties and changing yes. my state. Um, I guess growing up as a dancer and a performer, that's that's what works for me. And so whenever I'm in a low vibe place, I mean, you can feel it, guys, mm. right? Like you can feel when you're just not there. Um it feels terrible. It feel it's the worst. Yeah. And so what I do is I pump on my Cardi B, Megan the Stallion. You all know what song I'm talking about. It's the one. Um my Travis Barker, Busta Rhymes. Yep. I just put on shit that I can jam to. But the secret to that is you have to move your body. It's not just like listening to awesome music. It's right. getting up off the couch, getting out of bed, jumping, getting your blood pumping. It doesn't even have to look like anything that you would do in a nightclub. Like, it's, right. it's just it's not about how it looks on the outside. Right. It's about how it feels on right. the inside. Yeah, right. Um, so that's my favorite way to um, raise my vibration. Well, and there's movement in general is a huge thing that like some people, we were just talking about this. Some people go for a run, you know, like mm -hmm. some people go and work out as their movement. Um, I know when we went to UPW that, you know, like that's when we were like beating on our chest and screaming like primal animals and stuff like that. There is a sense of movement and moving that energy that definitely uh, changes your vibration. I'll tell you what I'm into always. And I've always said to that, I like to do this before I even realized that it was good for my vibration is going outside and taking off your shoes and getting your naked feet on the ground and just being outside in nature, like paying attention to the color of the sky, looking at the leaves against the blue, mm -hmm. you know, like feeling the pull of the gravitational rotation of the earth, you know, like getting really grounded. And that if ever I don't know what to do, that if I can go out and get naked feet on the earth, I know what to do. Like, and I can't help but get away from, I may not like what I have to do. It may not be my first choice of what to do. Um, but that vibrating with nature is always so healing, you know? You know, it's interesting that you say that because <laughs> I've told my 
myself this story in my head in my adult life that I don't like nature. Mm. Um, I don't like being barefoot because my feet are really like soft and um, like so gravel, you know, hurts right. or I don't like bugs mm. or I'm terrified of what's in the grass that I can't see. Yeah. And, you know, so I've told myself this story that I don't like nature, but um I don't want to give too much away because I feel like this might be a future episode. Absolutely. Okay. Will, but go um, ahead, give a little away. Uh, that I'm going through a process right now and I'm working with someone um, in a healing way. And she brought up to me through one of our sessions that um, I am into nature and animals that I am attracted to nature and animals. Um, I think maybe more so animals. I don't know if nature is really it for me, but, um, so yesterday to raise my vibration, it was just such a beautiful day. I couldn't help myself. I was like, we're going to the zoo. Yeah. And, um, I just needed to be around animals and that that made me really freaking happy and all the animals were really active and responding and you know it was it was just a really great day i love that you claimed that and uh went to the zoo because it's uh sometimes when those little things get brought to our attention again understanding what's possible you know and having the possibilities of things put in front of you and especially when you're talking about working with healers and healing capacities like that, that there's so many things coming at you. You choose the things that you're going to attach to and be like, okay, yeah, that is, you know, part of my story or the story I've been telling myself maybe isn't hundred percent what I believe right now. You know, like the, the beauty part of healing is getting to decide what do I believe? Mm -hmm. And, oh, I thought I always did believe that, but maybe I don't. And um, maybe I'll try something different on it and see how it feels. And if it feels right, well, then you change your mind. And that is so awesome. Yeah. High just, vibration for sure. Yeah. I just always told myself like Ugh, outside gross. Yeah. And then she brought that up and I was like, you know what? I really do. Mm. I do like nature. I think it was just like a story that I ended up telling myself. And that's a whole, it's like way too much to get into right now as to why I started telling myself that story. But well, and we're going to get into some yeah. of this healing work, you know, that yeah. we're doing at a certain point. Uh, really cool example. And I, you know, another thing about like just being in nature and how much it raises my vibration is one thing that, um, has helped me so much. I know we have talked about my tree swing before, mm -hmm. but Aubrey just built a second tree swing. So now there's two hanging from the tree. And so the new one is like this piece of wood that just has a hole drilled through the bottom of it. So you can run the string through it and you wrap your legs around it and like straddle it. And so when you swing on it, it is like huge circles under the tree and you spin really fast. It's so much fun. It reminds me of like a tilt a whirl at a carnival when I was in elementary school. I can't be in a bad mood on that swing. <laughs> like I, I took a late nap yesterday and I woke up like, you know, when you take a nap sometimes and you're like, I shouldn't have done that, man. Like I am bent. I was grouchy and I just wanted to go back to sleep, but I really needed to get up and do things. I never regret a nap, Laurie. Oh, I don't know if you remember who I, you're this talking is true. to. You're different. Like, but I was <laughs> bent when I woke up on the wrong side of the couch. Um, so I went outside and I got on my, you know, 2.0 tree swing. <laughs> I mean, in less than five minutes total attitude Done. check, like yeah. felt so much better. My vibration changed immediately. 
And I think a lot of that has to do like, yeah, I guess it's nature because I'm out on the tree swing, but it's also just play. And maybe that was part of like mm. the zoo thing too, that how often do we allow ourselves time to just play, you know, like as adults, that doesn't happen very much. And I really connected to the tree swings, I think in the last little bit, because it is completely frivolous and has no like purpose besides just yeah. to make you smile and feel good and play. So yeah, definitely go out and play for yeah. high vibration. Um, how about journaling? Like journaling's great. Yeah. Um, especially gratitude journaling. Mm -hmm. I think that that's really great because it's impossible to be in a shitty state when you're in a place of gratitude. Yeah. You can't be angry when you're grateful. Right. So I think that journaling's great. I like journaling. Um, breath and yeah. breathing, you know, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like early on before I was really in touch with how much breath could help. That seemed like such a crappy reason to like when people would bring up breath work or whatever, I'd just be like, whatever, you know, <laughs> like you breathe all day, every day. Like what is the big deal with breath? Um, but I think it goes back to gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I know that definitely the pandemic and it be, you know, coronavirus being a respiratory disease, this last like year to 18 months, I've been so focused on how grateful I am to breathe. Mm -hmm. I don't need assistance to breathe. I don't have anything that's like hindering my ability to breathe. That yeah. just breathing is such a gift um, that when you can focus on inhaling and exhaling, um, that that really is a grounding practice and yeah. raises your vibration big time. I, I try that with Adelaide. Um Whenever she is upset, mm -hmm. I, before anything, before saying what's wrong, you know, stop, you know, mm -hmm. like all the mom things that you do when you immediately react, I try to get her to breathe before assuming what's going on or before her telling me what's going on, because most of the time I can't understand her, yeah. you know, so I try to get her in a place of breathing mm -hmm. and um i'm trying to teach her before anything breathe breathe take a moment i mean it's brilliant practice to get into especially from a young age um so yeah those are all things you can do to raise your vibration yeah and you can meditate it's i think that's the most difficult one probably was meditation yeah it for the purpose of raising your vibration i think that that's probably the hardest because for me being a movement person and I have to jump up and down and get really mm -hmm. crazy to like change my state, it would be really hard for me to just sit still and change my state. Well, you know? I was just about to say meditation, I think is hard because of this idea of what we think meditation is. Yeah. And that, um, there are some people that meditation looks different to them. Well, for, meditation can honestly really be whatever you want it like to be. It swinging be in the tree is kind of my meditation sometimes, yeah. you know, like, um, You'll never catch Aubrey like meditating with incense in lotus position, but you'll catch his him on his bicycle rides. all the time, yeah. you know, like that there are that it's OK to claim the meditation that works for you and use that as a way to raise your vibration. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that uh, trick to raising vibration is unique to every human. Every person has Absolutely. a different practice that they know raises their vibration in a meditative state. Doesn't yeah. have to be a traditional meditation. Yeah. And then, yeah, manifesting, manifesting and vibration are just so parallel. Yeah. Like 
and I'm learning lots about manifestation right now, just in that it's so not what you think. What you're manifesting is not usually what you're manifesting until it's in your hands and you're like, oh, look, I just did it. You know, like, um, it's kind of like what you were saying. You don't just like say that you want it and then bam, it's there. There's a, uh, you have to feel it. It's so much more about the feeling that you put into yeah, it. Um, I think that a lot of people get frustrated around the idea of, oh, well, if you just manifest it, it'll magically happen. And people are frustrated with the fact that like, why do people say that? It's not that easy. And mm -hmm. of course there are situations of coming from a place of privilege where, yeah, like it is easier for you and I to do some things because we come from a place of privilege because we're not struggling to eat and compared to other people. Yeah, Absolutely. Totally. So uh, when I say manifesting, I want people to understand, I'm not saying like that it's equal across the board and mm -hmm. all you have to do is want it. And it magically you don't want it bad enough. Like, like, yeah. Oh God, I hate <laughs> it's that. The worst. You have to want it bad enough. That's absolutely not true. No. That's not how things happen. But what I think Laurie is trying to say that I'm trying to back up here is that you have to believe you deserve it, which is a loaded thing. Yes. You can say it all day long, but if you don't really feel it and believe it, then it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you do. Like it right. can't come to you. And even then it's still not magically going to appear. No. But going back to law of attraction, if you believe you deserve it, it would attract someone who has the opportunity or the ability to gift you an opportunity or the idea that brings you the opportunity, you know, like, right. so in all the examples, like if we're just talking about the LV bag, then for you, it was the actual bag that you wanted in your feed connected to the person that could help get it to you. Right. And that that happened without you having to go looking for it, you know, right. like, bam, it was there. Um, if we're talking about the retreats, it was the idea and the how we were going to pull all of that off that none of those things came to us. It was just like one day we were able to connect all the pieces and do it, you know? And so sometimes it's just a divine download that comes, you know, where you're like, okay, yeah, this is how I'm going to manifest that and create it. Yeah. Well, and also we have to go here in a minute, yeah. but I just want to say on <laughs> <laughs> like about the retreat thing, like for anyone wondering, like, doing that also cost us mo no money up front. Right. And that this is something that we planned out very meticulously um, to help make it happen. And it all just kind of for us and for other people, you yes. know, like it, it was a divine thing. It happened. was divine intervention yeah. for sure. Because there, if you would have asked me hell six months ago that like, I'd have the opportunity to be working in Costa Rica three times a year. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, <laughs> cute. Well, and <laughs> to the point, it would have been because you would have had a hundred reasons why that could never work out. Oh, yeah. Because your vibration was not in a space where that was possible until it was. Until it was. And then as soon as you wrapped your head around it, then so it was, you know. And like, so it is. Bam. And so it is. Um, we're going to leave on that. I think that's and a so great place is. to live. And so it is. <laughs> uh, so vibration and frequency, you guys, if this is something that resonates with you or, you know, somebody that you feel like this episode would help, please send it to them. And, uh, we want all of your feedback about vibes and frequency and the things that you've manifested in your world. 
Um, thanks so much for all the badass things that you put out. You guys, we uh, love you. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thank you.